Uh, all right. Uh, everybody's here, right? The beef all is the beef in the is bar. in the bar. Go, Gogs. Go, 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 go. Welcome go. to the movie podcast. That's right. Movie the podcast. It is week two of How the West Was Fun, and we got to watch Posse. Shoot him up. Guns don't kill people. Mario, Mario Van Peebles. So, you know, it's funny. I always wondered where you got that from. Yeah. And I still don't know, but like Google. Isn't it, uh, isn't it from Family Guy? Is it? Yeah, I thought it had to be pre-Family Guy, right? Because you've been saying that since I've known you. I think it might have been the first thing you ever said to me. Um, But I, in Googling <laughs> images of Mario Van Peebles, it was a t-shirt that showed up with the slogan on it. I was like, so it, Gogs didn't create it. Oh, I know. I certainly, I never claimed to. No, I, yeah. well, I kind of thought you did because I've I've never heard it anywhere else. Usually, it does seem like a. It does seem like a. Uh, you know, for fourteen dollars, I can pay the rent, or for twenty, I can get consent, or whatever. <laughs> yes, that that's the that's the guy's quote. Yeah, I did come up with that. That's still yeah. a good one. Yeah, um, but uh, I I still don't know where you got it from. Like, and it's I've been thinking about it for you know going on twenty years probably longer <laughs> and i still kind of don't know but it was funny to like stumble across that t-shirt because like it reminded me of the old internet days with like t-shirt lobster magnet yeah like shit like shirts like that used to be everywhere it was like you know chuck norris t-shirts and shit you know what i mean like I, it was it was kind of fun it was a very nostalgic wave that waved over, that, that that washed over me you know, yeah. like, oh, the old internet back when things are a lot more innocent and stupid, like shirts about bacon and barbecue and shit like that. Yeah, simple, a simpler time. There was less Nazis on the internet back then, or they were just quieter about it. Yep, and mm-hmm. Kanye West didn't buy a uh, parlor and. Yeah. Basically, said Hitler some, was cool. Like, somebody uh, like put up a post that said post it did not age well, and it was just the track listing from uh, Kanye Black, Black Skinhead. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, but the Van Peebles thing here's something that'll bake your noodle. Uh, his dad, Melvin, his Melvin actual Van name Peebles. is Melvin Peebles, and he moved to Amsterdam because he's a weirdo and just added the van because everybody else had a name like no, that. Shit. You know what? Phenomenally That's... based, dude. Melvin, uh, we'll get into it in the movie, but I'll probably spend the whole time just talking about his dad because I'm like fucking fascinated with that dude. I don't know anything about his father. Like I know he's a filmmaker, but I've never. Well, seen he invented any... black exploitation, pretty much. On oh, his really? Yeah. Did he make any like movies that I've seen that I didn't uh, know that? have? You ever heard of Sweet Sweetback's badass song? Yeah, I've seen yeah, that. He, that's like credit wildly credited as the first black exploitation movie. Oh. He borrowed fifty thousand dollars from Bill Cosby. And I think it made it, and it was the highest grossing independent movie ever made. I think it made like $16 wow. million dollars in like 1970. That's awesome. I didn't know that was him. I've definitely seen the movie. Yeah. Like, and you're the, right. Uh, that, that is like, uh, that's like, you know, uh, film his, history right there. Like, Melvin Van Peebles is so based. Like, he moved to France just because and said, fuck it, I'm going to learn French, and then became a French playwright just because. That rocks. Like, that guy's a maniac. <laughs> Um, well, he, we watched one of his son's films, Posse, starring Mario Van Peebles. Starring uh, Mario yeah, Van Peebles. A very uh, a Pete Rose uh, role. I believe he co-wrote this and directed it and produced it. And oh, it's Jackie Moon. Yeah. I, I prefer my, my, my reference a little bit better. But... I mean, I like real players. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I got a lot of thoughts. And I, I, I worry... 
that this is going to be. I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to spoil this right now. I think this is going to be a rare three v one episode of the show. I don't know. I think it might be a two v two, but not in the way that it typically is. Who's the cast the die now? Who do you think on oh, I, on what I, side I, of the table? He already knows. I don't think it's fair. From Alec, from Alec's uh, text, and I talked briefly with Gogs, and I talked briefly with Sean. I, I think the three of us weren't big fans of this movie, and I think one of us was a big fan of this movie. Oh, oh, that I didn't. Oh, okay, then I'm way off. Way. Oh, yeah, yeah, three yeah. v one. Yeah, I don't think you know I, the racist way. <laughs> of course, it's got to be the with an all cast that Gogs comes out looking great. Uh, Couldn't have been last week. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, oh. Anyway, what did y'all watch this week? I can't wait to I can't wait to talk about this movie. I do have thoughts. Also, Alec, this movie Alec. Me, this movie made me think about Alec more than any other movie that I've watched recently. Why? Oh, That's because weird. I deferred to what we used to call Alec mode when we were watching movies at Gog. You were on, what? You were on fucking some sports book in ten minutes into the movie. Instantaneously, you know, <laughs> right. I just like could not pay attention to this movie. I was like, Alec would be proud of me. I'm like <laughs> scrolling on fucking, uh, fucking. I, I, uh, like I still called? think the ultimate Alec move was me falling asleep during Full Metal Alchemist for like 25 minutes. In that movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just, we just let you go because what yeah. was the point? Right. Like, uh, I mean, honestly, we did you a favor. That movie was so bad. Oh, oh It's God. funny because it scared me. I've never watched the anime and I refused to watch it after watching that fucking yeah. movie. I'm like, nope. Nope. Pass. Anyway, Alec. Alec. Ugh. Sorry. I watched so some of these are ones that I forgot from last week. So I got six things. Hell yeah! I'm not gonna, oh, not gonna talk about all six. Hell things. yeah! And we're not gonna talk about them fully. Um, started actually. I didn't finish this one. I only got like ten minutes in. Uh, it's a movie called The Stranger, starring Steve Austin. It's oh, Stone sucks. Cold, stunning yes. Steve Austin. Oh, okay. Steve, Stone Cold Sorry, Steve, Austin. Steve Austin. It sucks. It sucks dicks. It's so bad. <laughs> I got like 15 minutes in and uh, turned it off. And then I wrote it on my notepad because I write all my movies. That, Put that I, watched all, I watched all my, well, you know, I guess I shouldn't say that because that's not necessarily a bad thing. It no, just is terrible. You weren't yeah, on the show horrific. yet when we were in our Steve Austin phase, when we were watching those caliber <laughs> movies, were you? No, didn't For, you watch? You watched one of the condemns with us, didn't you? We didn't, we didn't watch the, the original Steve Austin. Condemned. Condemned. We watched oh, we watched fuck. State of Execution, and that was no. it. Yeah, I did not see that. But this movie is tactical terrible. force. It's tactical. it's so bad. I put it in my notes because I have like an open. Uh, I have like an iNotes thing just for the podcast where I put. I write all the months, upcoming months. I keep track of the episodes. I write the movies I've watched, and I have the a copy of the questions if we ever go back to the Hell yeah. movie movie questions. It's like QuickBooks for this show. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I wrote The Stranger in there, and then like two days later, I had to IMDB The Stranger to figure out what it was. Because <laughs> wow. I couldn't remember. I was like, what the fuck is that? I asked Stacy. She's like, I have no idea. Did you have She's to like, scroll through all of Steve Austin's filmography to find well, it? I didn't even, I didn't even remember that he was in it. Like, I oh, just shit. had the title. Wow. And then finally, I got to one, like, three pages down. That said Steve Austin, I was like, oh, yeah. What yeah, happened in the 15 minutes you watched, just briefly? He's like, I, I couldn't even follow it. He was, he's an amnesiac uh, 
anti-coyote. Like he's saving people by running them across the border instead of. Oh, I thought you meant he was like, a, like he busted sending them back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like a. Yeah, that's like, what I thought too. I, I, it, it, that's about as far as I got. There's some terrible wow. gunplay, and you know what really makes it terrible? Steve Austin is so massive. He's holding like a normal. The Glock, guns look goofy, and it looks so small in his hands. Yeah, like they should have given him like a Desert Eagle or something to make it not look so ridiculous. Did you watch a Vendetta with us? Were you on that oh, one? Oh, with the yeah. big show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie ruled, though, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but yeah, we, but gave, it we all, gave it all. We all gave it a story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we remember it very fondly, but we all gave it really bad score. Maybe I'm thinking the King Barrett movie we liked. Didn't we like that one? Yeah, oh, that the was, one with Scott Adkins. That one was uh, good. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, what else you watch out besides that trash heap? Um, I watched the original, not the original, the Kelvin Universe original Star Trek, and that movie fucking slaps. I love that movie. What the fuck is the Kelvin? Oh, the first one oh, with the, 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 the Chris Pine. Yeah. Yeah. What that's, I love that Anton movie. That, a t- that movie's fucking great. Yeah. Help me out. Why do we call it the Kelvin Universe? I don't know. I don't know. That's what like, for the J.J. Ship. Abrams calls it. But the the ship oh. at the beginning that gets destroyed is the USS Kelvin. His dad's uh, ship, right? oh, and uh, that's okay. the that's the like linchpin that that creates the whole new timeline. Yeah, I really like my that. favorite J.J. Like J. J. Abrams movie. If I'm thinking that I know, or Beyond, I think, I, I think Beyond is. Like this movie's really good, but I think Beyond is a lot more fun. He didn't direct the third one, though. No, that was the guy a, who directed a bunch yeah. of the Fast and the Furious stuff. Directed the third one. Is that yeah, Wan, Jeremy so awesome. Wan or whatever? James Wan. I James, James Wan. I think. Are he directed uh, either Fast? No, no, no. He no, directed no. Jeremy. Isn't his name like Jeremy Lin or something? That's a basketball player. That's a bear. No, that's James, a James, was it? Was it Justin? Justin Lin. Justin. Justin maybe that's Lin. it. James he Wong directed Fast and the uh, James Wan's the horror director, isn't he? Yeah, James Wan's the yeah. uh, which one? Which one did um, G.I. Joe Retaliation? Because he has a similar uh, name. Justin, Justin Lin. Okay. Um, that guy fucking makes an action geez. movie. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. The, I, the third <sighs> one's probably my favorite, but I really like the first one a lot. The, se- the second yeah. one's the, the second sad one, one on that group. Rash. The second, the second one, one, like, the writers went on strike and they're like, fuck it, we're going to make it anyway and just fill it with a bunch of other scenes that aren't written. Junk, yeah. Um, I watched the uh, the animated Super Pets movie, The League of Super Pets. Oh, yeah, how was that? That's all right. It's fine. It it plays, it really plays a lot on the voice actors. Yeah. Which kind of goes against what we all talked about a few weeks ago. It would be nice if just normal voice actors did that shit again, and they didn't give all those roles to people who are already getting a million live action roles. Yeah, because yeah. it's well, The Rock and Kevin Hart and Kath, uh, uh, Kate McKinnon, least. Kate McKinnon. Uh, like the whole cast is like real actors. Does Green yeah. Lantern get a dog? Uh, it's, yeah, oh, it's not a dog. What is it? She gets a gerbil, maybe. Oh, okay. But it's the it's the it's, it's the current Green Lantern, it's the Hispanic woman. Is what the current Green Lantern is oh, in the comics okay, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't they have a um like a Persian guy for a while too that had a gun? Yeah, Ooh. it was stupid. Not the uh, fact that he was guns Persian. don't kill people. Not Green the, Lantern not, guns kill people. Gun was, lantern. The fact that he was Persian wasn't stupid. The fact that he used a he was a Green Lantern and he used a fucking gun is like <laughs> just a, normal, he use a like, real regular yeah, just like a, gun. Like a real human gun or like a Green yeah. Lantern. It was like a regular gun. A regular ass gun. That's stupid. I guess I could be the it's Green It's the Lincoln most then. 90s bullshit ever. Like, um, I watched 
the after Gogs watched it a few weeks ago over the course of this past week in a few sittings, I watched the Fellowship of the Rings Extended Edition. Hell yeah! And uh, I don't know. How did you watch it? It's on HBO. It's on HBO oh, yeah. and Amazon. Because I'm right pretty now. sure I still have your set of those. Movies. Oh, I bought it. I bought a new set. Okay, <laughs> but it's on two streaming services that I have right two now, which streams? is nice. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen the extended version of that one before. I know I have for Return of the King and the Two Towers, but all the extended stuff I didn't remember any of it. So I don't think I'd seen the extended one of uh of the first one before. Fellowship. Um, yeah. but that movie's great. Oh, and yeah. really, I know Gogs was saying that all the stuff with Boromir that they kind of expanded out, that was really cool. But yeah, I made love it great. the scene in uh, Lothlorien that they like tripled the time of instead of a quick like five minute stop. They spent like 20 minutes there and like you get more time with Galadriel. And I thought that was really like really good. It really fleshes her out more because really like you only spend like two minutes with her. Yeah, in the original cut. Um, yeah. but that movie fucking slaps. Original, extended version or normal version, the movie's tremendous. Like that it might be four hours. Ex- the extended version, it says it's like three forty-eight, mm-hmm. but when it ended, there were still like twenty-seven minutes of credits, and I went through the credits to make sure that there was no like stingers feature not stingers but like oh. features or anything they'd added on to it what and they did happen next so really it's an it's like three hours and 20 minutes <laughs> i read which... some movie off amazon i can't remember what but it had the special features like baked in when you rented oh, it yeah, so yeah. when when i hit pause it said it had like seven and a half hours left i'm like jesus Christ. <laughs> they used to do i remember that happened when i bought i think when i bought civil war was the first like digital copy i bought of any of the marvel movies yeah, and when I went to play it, it was like that because they just stretch everything out after it. It's like, oh, that is an extended cut. I know we've said this before because we've talked about uh, Lord of the Rings a bunch, uh, the first trilogy. But like, I I can remember the feeling of how exciting it was to watch those movies in the theater, and then the trailer for the following film came on. Like that's that was such a cool experience. Like. Oh, you like this movie? Yeah. Wait, like what? Six months, and the next one's coming. Or, I think a it was bunch even, more. I think it yeah. was even less than that. I think they all came out like. I think it was like no, they came out like three consecutive Christmases. It was, yeah. it was like right around Christmas because I watched all of them with Gogs. I'm pretty sure when he was home on. But that shit, like, what a cool fucking experience that whole thing was. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I out of like movie going experiences in my life, like, I vividly remember like all the Lord of the Rings movies. It is a great trilogy from our kind of youth that still hold, which is nice that still holds up. Like, it's oh yeah, still super fucking good. Did you guys see that rap song that they made? Uh, <laughs> I think Stephen Colbert made it, but it's, it was called the Number One Trilly. And like it's got all the ca- all the actors are in it, like rapping about it. Oh shit! I'm no, it just came out like this year, maybe last year. It's really funny. I have to look um, it up. Uh, I watched Justice League. The Snyder Cut or the regular? The regular. Why? But I'm gonna watch the Snyder Cut again <laughs> because of it. Maybe tomorrow. Ooh. So we, me and Stacy, played this fun little game the other day where we couldn't decide called, what to watch. So she, was, whoever picks the worst movie, gets divorced. No, but she, she had me pick a streaming service, then pick a letter, and then pick a number, and I ended up That's, picking J sixteen, 
So she typed in J, and the 16th movie was Justice League. Oh, wow. no. So we watched Justice League. You guys are having molehole format, like original molehole format. <laughs> yeah, that was, our old, that was our old format. It was, uh, like, it's not a great movie. It's not. Yeah. It's not terrible. Like, there are several Snyderverse movies way worse than this, but it's not good. Really? Because, like, I, at least, like, I thought kind of the prevailing thought for all of us, and I guess maybe yours wasn't, was that, like, it was worse because it's so, like, unfocused and stitched together. Like, that's kind of how I felt about it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like BVS was worse than this. I would agree And that. Man of Steel was, like, BVS was an incoherent mess. I mean, this is, too. Yeah. But BVS was an incoherent mess, and Man of Steel was just boring as shit. Like you get a guy who can fly, who is like invulnerable, and it's supposed to be a beacon of hope, and you make it like the most boring movie ever. Yeah, and Zack Snyder did so that boring. shit. Who like, yeah. um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm shaded a little bit because I watched the Snyder cut, and I, for the most part, liked it. So I'm like stuck somewhere in the middle now. Yeah. Um, because that Snyder cut is not. Starco is certainly better than the theatrical. It's better than this, but I'll go back to what I said then. If you need four hours to make it good, yeah. is it good? Exactly. Mm, that, that's yeah. my but thing. If, it, like, it, it should not, like, everybody kept saying, oh, this redeems Snyder. It's like, yeah, but it's fucking four hours long. You still didn't like, understand the assignment. Like, no, I don't. Yeah, it's still three movies. Yeah, I'm not going to sit, like, that's not, like, a, no, four hours is too much to ask of any person. I'd like to take the Snyder cut and then make the Alec cut, just cut out all the boring shit and make all the fun stuff and make it a two-hour movie. Yeah. It might lose some plot, but it's going to be awesome action sequences everywhere. It would be fine. You'd be fine. (laughs) Um, Can't cut Cyborg, though. I don't want to get accused of being a Joss Whedon. That's true. Um, Mm -hmm. The last movie Mm -hmm. I watched, we just watched it tonight. And this movie is like one of the greatest movies ever made. Oh, shit. Uh, the Adams Family. Hell oh, yeah, that movie rules. That movie is so goddamn good. It's Are so you... much fun. Um, Did you see the trailer for the new one that's coming out? The Wednesday show? Yeah, it's not a show, it's a movie. I thought it was a I show. It was a show. I think it's a movie. Dude, Angelica. The one that's just, is... the one that's just, uh, that's just Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Angelica I thought it was. Houston a... is impossibly hot wrong. in that movie. Uh, everybody is hot in that movie. Well, I guess <laughs> yeah, Raul Julia. But her and Raul Julia are like Brendan Fraser, Rachel, uh, Rachel Weiss level, like super Strong hot theory. couple. Like it's uh, crazy. I was right. The Wednesday thing is a show. We said that. You said it was a movie. <laughs> Don't gaslight us. <laughs> I, I just pulled the tape. Okay. TJ's uh, an abusive <laughs> spouse. Yeah, you're the one with the tape. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Listen to the show when I post it and see what I said. Oh no! <laughs> don't worry, I'm not. You know, I'm not actually. I'm not actually. I don't actually have the effort. I don't have the, the yeah. The, 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 the effort. The fortitude yeah. to actually edit me saying it the right way. But it would no. have been first funny. of all. First of all, well, TJ was right, and second of all, God just got really into like right wing propaganda for about fifteen minutes. Just well, he just he just talk, talked about it. He was always into it. No, the, oh, yeah. the funniest one was when we kept saying uh, J. Jonah Jameson was in that Spider. Man movie and you actually went back and bleeped it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was funny. 
Um, uh, but the Adams family fucking slaps. Like that movie is a blast from beginning to end. Everybody's really good in it. Dan Hedaya is fantastic. Christopher Lloyd, like, is probably his second best role after uh, Doc Brown. Um, did you guys? I sorry, Alec. I keep talking over you. I'm sorry. Did you all see the clip of of, of Michael J. Fox and uh, Christopher Lloyd reuniting at uh, New York Comic Con? No, I didn't. It legit made yeah, me. Yeah, it was, it was very bit. sad because was, he's like he doesn't look great. Like Christopher Lloyd looks way better than Michael J. Like, Fox. And like oh, I don't know, you can tell that like Christopher, like Christopher Lloyd seems like a really genuine person, and you can tell that they have like you know they're they're definitely friends. And it was yeah, oh, man. it was it was well, it's it like very I hard think to watch. If it's the same picture I'm thinking of, because there's a couple of them, but there's it was one a video. Like, it was the video that I saw, so uh, makes it even worse. Like Christopher Lloyd's like really like, tall, and Michael yeah. J. Fox is just kind of hunched over, so he's almost like hugging him at the waist. It was tough, oh, and yeah. yeah. Sorry, but yeah, it was it was tough. As, as like a '80s kid, it was just like, oh man. But that movie is so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's such everybody's such a, a blast, and everybody's such a treat. Uh, Christina Ricci is so good as Wednesday. Um, the kid who plays Pugsley is really good, and he's dead now. Is he really? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I can't remember oh, his name, terrible. but I read that like in the trivia. Oh, uh, wow. it's terrible. It is terrible. Um, but like it's. It's so much fun. One of the things uh, Stacy was saying, like on TikTok, and I've seen something about it, but it's like this. It, it was it's something. It's women saying this is the level of like love that men should aspire to. The way that yeah. Gomez treats uh, yeah. treats Morticia, and it's absolutely true. He puts her like on the biggest pedestal, pedal stool ever. Hey. If you give me a big hot goth girlfriend, I'll be just like Gomez. Hell like yeah! Well, you know, and everything. You know, the original Gomez was John Aston, uh, Patty Duke's husband, like Sean Aston's adopted dad, and he teaches drama at Towson, or at least he was, did. He's from he, Baltimore. Yeah, he lives in Maryland, or he yeah he did live in Maryland. I don't know if he still lives in Maryland. But um, uh, Alec, well, how do you feel about? Adam's Family Values, because I remember liking that movie a lot as well. Uh, I remember loving that movie. I remember yeah. thinking that was great too. Um, but we're going to watch it. We're going to watch it at some point this week, so I'll let you know next week. Because I remember I loving both of these. Correct me if one, I'm wrong, but isn't like this kind of like how they did the Brady Bunch movie, where it's like they lampshade how goofy they are in like current day, so it's actually really funny. Yeah, people react to them like, "What the fuck is actually happening here?" But yeah, they act like like there's a whole thing with like the school play, and they go and the teacher is showing Morticia all of the other kids. Like they had to do a project, like I want to know your hero and put their heroes pictures and report to their heroes on the wall. And it's like George Bush, Barbara Bush. I can't remember the other ones they said. And then it gets to Wednesday Adams, and it's like Cecily Degrom Adams, like the fifth generation witch who was burned at the stake. And it's like a drawing of her like being burned alive. <laughs> um, but it's a blast. And the uh, I thought it was the second movie, but it's this one. It had the, over the closing credits had the Adams Family rap by MC Hammer. Oh yeah, which I still can recite line for line. They do what they want. At least, at least, at least the chorus. I can do I the chorus. That- I could have sworn that the Adams family rap was in the second one. I didn't think it was in the you first one. You know why you're thinking that? I'll tell you exactly why, and this is going to be fucking insane. Go because ahead. the Ninja Turtles rap is in the second Ninja Turtles. Ah, you're right. You're right. Ninja. 
Ninja. Ninja. Rap. Off the top of his head. He was in a, a oh, fucking nightclub with yeah, the, the docks. No, he's, I'm, he's, I'm talking about canonically. Oh, he's uh, he's, he's, he's in a nightclub at the docks and he's witnessing freaks of science break through the wall and he immediately is like, Okay, and I'm yeah. assuming they're ninjas. I mean, there's nothing really ninja about back, them. But let's... this goes back to a uh, a movie, the podcast staple. He's totally nonplussed by the ab- the scientific abominations in front of him. <laughs> Just the... Yeah, the I mean, I wouldn't be able to. Witnessing. I wouldn't be able to come up with a rap about it. But if like if these things like busted through a wall <laughs> in front of me, like your brain would somehow find a way to rationalize. Like, oh, they're in costumes or something. I don't think I could write a rap about it on the spot. But not only did he create a rap, he should have created a rap of what he was witnessing. He knew their lore somehow, and they were secret. Like, they like he knew about what they do and exactly who they were. I love that scene. It's hilarious. Oh, that's who everything. Made, who made Adam's Family? Do you remember, Alec? Who directed uh, Barry Sonnefeld. It's his first movie oh. he directed. Oh, that's cool. He directed uh-huh. this, and then some random piece of crap, and then the sequel to this. And then started getting that Men in Black money. Yeah, yeah. I love that Men in Black money. He, he, he directed something that we watched on the show that was like fucking horrible, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, something he directed that... all the Men in Blacks. He directed Wild Wild West, which we I can't believe we. Oh, that could be somebody's western. Oh, it could somebody's be. western pick for the next one of the next two weeks. If not, it should be. It should Did be we watch The Quick and the Dead? Did we watch one of the... We didn't watch any of the Men in Black movies, did we? We did watch two. Oh, we watched the second one uh, a while ago. Maybe was it Good it. Morning Vietnam? No, no, that was no. Barry Levinson. Oh, no, 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 no. I know what it was. He directed Big Trouble. You remember that? The oh, movie? yeah. Wait, I remember liking that movie. <laughs> you yeah. did like that movie. The awful. 9-11 movie. Yeah. Yeah, he directed that. And somehow, somehow he's connected to Blood Simple. I don't know how. Well, anyway... Uh, anything else, Alec? Nope. TJ. Oh, shit. Uh, I watched one and one quarter things. Mm-hmm. I, and one thing I'm not going to talk about because I'm just going to make Alec mad. I watched Midsummer again, but that's not the thing I want to talk I about. I almost watched Midsummer again. Um, it's no, it's almost November. Stop watching summer movies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, no, the big movie that I watched was I watched Halloween Ends. Oh Boom, no! no. Oh, I really, I really thought you were gonna like preempt something to make us watch that on the show no, no. since it no. just came out. Alex. But I guess we're already gonna be doing Clerks two at some or Clerks mm-hmm. three at some point. Let, let me tell you guys, I, I love you all too much to make you watch this fucking movie. It's so bad, <sighs> and it's not like fun bad either. And I, I, you know, it's funny. I said this to, I, I think I was saying, I can't remember if I was texting Sean or Gogs, but. This I think it was Sean, but it doesn't matter. I don't know why I focus on that part. But what what's that? I can't remember who I was telling this to, but I think that this movie and the Star Wars sequel trilogy that was that, me. I feel like the the Halloween from what was it 2016, 2018? I can't remember the the, yeah. the first the first one of this trilogy and yes. the Force Awakens. These movie these trilogies are the same, right? Because they started off with a strong one that I think generally most people liked. Uh, me being one of them, I like both of them. Then the second one was like, "Wait, what? What the fuck? What the hell is this? What are they doing? Where the hell are you going to go from here?" 
And then the third one's like just some random bullshit that they put together. And then it's over. And both of them are supposed to be these like culminations of these, you know, this story that has been told for, you know, 30 years, 40 Tale years. as old as time. And it's garbage. It's just a total punch out nonsense. Ending. They, they're like the same thing. It's fucking wild. Like Halloween ends is so fucking bad and like so fill so so stuffed full of just the most ridiculous choices I've ever seen in a fucking movie. So let me just tell you this right off the bat. Uh Michael Myers is in this movie for like 10 minutes. Um they do a time jump for some fucking reason. Uh well they have to because at the end of Halloween Kills, I don't know if y'all remember this, but Michael Myers was like beaten half to death and his hand was shot off and his fucking yeah. He was shot like six hundred times, and, and, and he still, like, but he still got up and killed everybody. Yeah and, yeah, and remember that Michael Myers is a normal man. He's not like a supernatural man. Also, he is conservatively about seventy-five years old by the time Halloween Kills comes around. So anyway, yes. Uh, if you remember, he gets away from the mob, and then he kills Lori's. Uh, he kills Pam. What's her name? Uh, I can't think of her name. Pam Greer. Pam Greer. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no yeah. Judy. Judy, Judy Greer. Greer, yes. He kills Judy Greer, and then he presumably gets away somehow, uh, and so they don't know how to resolve that, because remember, Halloween and Halloween Kills take place in the same night, which again was a narrative terrible decision, um, but not to be outdone by their first horrible, terrible narrative decision. This movie decides that he just got away. He just Remember, he's just a dude. He's just an old man. <laughs> That's wounded half to death. I um, have to go to my home right. asylum now. <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking, the fucking you must have brain. so much smoke inhalation. Uh, anyway, so he just got away. Uh, they cut. They 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 do like a year time jump, and then what? This, yes, yes. Hold on, I'm not done. Uh, and then for about, I'm not kidding, about forty minutes. Uh, well, hold on. I'm sorry. I, there's a cold open to this movie that I totally forgot about. This is how in, inconsequential this fucking movie is. There is a cold open to this movie where uh, the character who turns out to be our main character, Corey, uh, he's not Freddy, he's not Jason, he's Corey. Uh, thank mm. you for that one, Sean. That, that one's for you. Uh, he fucking... So, Corey is a babysitter, and he... Accidentally, he accidentally murders the kid he's babysitting in like the most hilarious way possible. Like what? They have this big spiral staircase that goes like these rich people have this big spiral staircase that mm -hmm. that that he so this kid's like fucking with him and he locks him in a door and Corey kicks the door open and knocks the kid off the sterile the spiral staircase and he plummets to the ground and dies. And then that's the opening of the movie. That sounds hilarious. Oh, yeah, it was great. Does it uh, happen on Halloween? Yes. It happened okay. on the night that Michael Myers like was killing everybody. This is before the time jump. So anyway, then they then they go from that, that cold opening, to huh. a voiceover. Because, again, this movie, uh, the, the creative, the, their creative cups floweth over. Uh, there's so much fucking... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis voiceover in this movie. She's like, hey, Harrison Ford, how did you do that, like, punch-out uh, voice actor work in uh, Blade Runner? Let me see. Let me see how your notes. Um, so, anyway, 
go back to the reg- the regular story. There is a time jump. Then the movie decides that we want to see. Uh, now remember, keep in mind that Jamie Lee Curtis is very. She's been very like Sarah Connor in these first two movies, right? Like she's a tough. She's tough, and she fucking is prepared her whole life to fight Michael Myers and blah 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 blah. And then the second movie, she gets like hurt, and she's not in the entire movie because they didn't know what to do with her. So in this movie, they decided. So this all this character that we've built up about how she's like you know she's literally like she sacrificed her family, she sacrificed her whole life to fucking take out Michael Myers. Well, now she's decided to give up all that and she wants to be like a normal person because that's interesting somehow, question mark. Hold the phone. Wait, Michael Myers is still like known on the lam, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Call me Uh, So he's still out there, but she just decides that she wants to be a normal person again for some reason. So the woman who made like a she made a she made a fortress out of her house she in the event fucking, that a guy escaped yeah, prison. She turned her fucking house into straw dogs at the end of the movie, and, and, but, and it, yeah, but yeah, but that was and he was under lock and key, and now he's out and about, and she's like, hey, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. She just decides to be a regular person, and for the first conservatively, I don't know, thirty minutes, and I'm not kidding, it's like it's at least twenty, and I'm not saying like TJ time. This is like movie time because uh, this movie is oppressively long. I think it's two hours and ten minutes long. Um, The first half hour of the movie is just Jamie Lee Curtis and her granddaughter being normal people and then going around Haddonfeld going, hey, what's going on? Hey, remember that stuff with Michael Myers? That was pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, she runs into the, the old cop who's there and he's like, I'm learning Japanese. I'm at the grocery store. Hey, I really like your hair. It's like, what the fuck am I watching? Uh, then, then the movie, uh, cuts to Corey. I remember Corey from earlier. He killed the little kid by accident. Is he still babysitting? Uh, no, he is a, uh, he is a, uh, what, what's the word? He's a, um, a pariah to society. He, like, he still lives in Haddonfeld. He, like, is an auto mechanic, but he's shamed by his act, the accidental murder that he did. And oh, manslaughter. He's a fucking weirdo. And like he's the most like he just he i don't even know he's like not even a character i don't understand but anyway he decides to start dating uh laurie's granddaughter and uh fucking hold on to your butts people because this is the fucking movie oh uh it's like a romantic is is the, the granddaughter canonically josh hartnett's daughter or does that no, timeline not exist? Different timeline. Different okay. timeline. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, Kelvin or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it makes uh, sense. I can't believe you've ever heard it called that before. No, I had, yeah, it, no, 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 no. I know. You, you I just didn't it. get the. I, I heard it. I just yeah. didn't understand what it meant. Like no, this I understand. Is the, this is I understand the Mel- six one six. You know what I mean? This but is the Melvin's just... timeline where King Buzzo was the original Michael Myers. Yeah, it's uh. So anyway, so. They Corey and and uh Lori's daughter have a rela- or Lori's granddaughter have a relationship and he's a weirdo and he's constantly reminded by the town that he killed a kid and he's like scared of the town and then just one day he gets beat up by some high school toughs and he he falls into a, a overpass into a sewer where he finds Michael Myers hanging out in a sewer. Again, Michael Myers, <laughs> Michael Myers is uh, like 
you know, 70 plus years old and he's just been, I don't know, hanging out in a sewer for a year. I don't know how he survived his wounds or anything. Uh, he, I kid you not, he literally has a moment where he, Michael Myers grabs Corey's head and they have like this montage of all the murders that Michael Myers did. So Michael Myers, in my estimation, had like a psychic mind meld with Corey. And Michael Myers doesn't kill him. And then from this point on, Corey becomes like Michael Myers in training. Is this like this a nightmare on Elm Street thing kind of deal? Uh, I guess. I guess. Uh, again, like, Michael, it... Michael Myers is not a supernatural character in any capacity. Yeah. Um, I thought it was the right. Paul Rudd you've, one. You've, 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 said en- you've said enough about Halloween. Let's get to the thing we we all want to know. How many times do they say evil dies tonight? They didn't say it once, Alec. Oh my god. There's no Halloween ends now. No. No. Halloween ends tonight. Well, yeah, it's October 31st. It ends tonight every October 31st. Uh, Corey becomes your protagonist in this fucking movie. (laughs) Or the villain of the movie. Antagonist, I suppose. And he proceeds to just murder people and then, like, helps Michael Myers, like, murder people. It's so fucking stupid. And Like, like he holds him up for him because he's too old? I mean, basically, it's, like, it's so bad and, like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I will say the only thing this movie has going for it, aside from just being so incredibly stupid, is it is, like... It is insanely violent. It's, like, they, they decided they, like, had nothing to go off of, so they just made it, like, the most violent thing I've ever seen. like. It's like yeah, uh, but it's usually a good thing. Like, don't we like usually complain Serbian about film? that? Like, or like it's very yeah, it's like a Serbian film. I mean, it's not far off to be honest. It's pretty fucking disgusting. But like, there's nothing to it. Like, there's no plot, and it takes too long to get to the kills. Um, and then eventually, like, there's a showdown between Lori and Michael Myers because they're like, oh fuck, we forgot all about this part of the fucking whole thing. And it's really boring again. And and it, Michael Myers, spoiler alert, eventually dies, and they he gets thrown into a wood chipper after he's dead. And it's like this is over now. And it's like, not what happens to enough. Corey? Uh, he also dies very uneventfully. It's it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. It's a list so... of words that rhyme with Corey. <laughs> I could. That's all I could think about when his fucking name was Corey. Allegory. Montessori. <laughs> I, it's like non the co- Corey on the cover of non-threatening boys. Also, look up what Corey looks like. The actor he looks like fucking Charlie Kirk. If Charlie Kirk had a regular face, I'm telling oh you, my. a regular sized face. Uh, this movie sucks. Where it's that Dick Tracy sucks. fucking pumpkin head he's got, dude. This movie is so fucking bad. And like, here's the fun part. And I've talked about this a bunch. Uh, with movie like the like I don't know social media and movies nowadays because everybody universally hates this fucking movie so there's these people now that are popping up they're like well actually it's a fucking masterpiece and you just don't understand the whole trilogy it's like uh no <laughs> no my friend like actually actually this whole trilogy is a meta commentary on the fandom it's like uh no no it's not wasn't that the point of screen retroactive black comedy and a retroactive satire yeah exactly and it's fucking hilarious because like the takes i've seen are like this is is, if you knew anything about halloween this is actually what john carpenter would have wanted it's like bro 
John Carpenter didn't want to make Halloween 2. What the fuck are no, you talking about? I don't even know if John Carpenter likes movies. I think he just <laughs> likes the Lakers and Sonic the Hedgehog. He likes Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't waste your time with this, guys. It's awful, and it's very long. Like, if this movie was 90 minutes, I'd probably be a lot like kinder to it, because it is incredibly stupid, and... Like maybe if I I was I have to say when I watched this I was in a very bad mood and I, maybe that affected my viewing but man it was awful I hated it so much. Um, and the last little thing I want to talk about uh, very briefly because it's only a TV show and there's only one episode of it. Watch Chainsaw Man for God's sakes. Chainsaw Man is the, the greatest thing ever. It's about this guy who's like really fucking poor and he's doing work for the mob because he can't pay off his dad's debts. And he's, like, selling off his, like, organs and his fucking balls and his semen. And he also hunts demons to, to pay for the mob. And then he he inadvertently, like, becomes half-demon and then turns into a chainsaw man. But he's, like, a young man who is so poor, he his, like, big dream in life is to get a girlfriend. But he'll never get a girlfriend because he's super fucking poor. And so after he gets, like, the chainsaw man powers, his big goal in life is to touch boobs. I mean, it's amazing. I can't recommend enough. The animation of the show is fucking fantastic. It's super violent. It's a lot of fun. It's funny. Like, I love it. It's only one episode. Uh, it's on Hulu. I don't know why everybody kept this a secret from me, but, like, Hulu has, like, a ton of anime. And it's, like, I almost, like, sub subscribe to Crunchyroll because, like, the ads for Chainsaw Man are like Crunchyroll, 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 but it's on Hulu, the first episode, and the I assume the rest of the season, because it's it's uh, one of the neat things about liking anime in this day and age is that it's running concurrently in America and Japan. So, like, it's not like the old days where, like, it would air in Japan and you have to wait, like, a year for it to come out over here. Like, it's, it's on weekly in Japan and it's on weekly in America, too, so... Uh, I think episodes, new episodes drop on Tuesday, but I highly recommend Chainsaw Man. And I've already, like, I, I love the first episode so much. I'm like halfway through all the manga and let me tell you, it gets even better. So mm. big fan Chainsaw Man, 23 minutes. What the fuck else are you going to do in 23 minutes? Not much. Cook some French fries. I do that pretty often. That's a long time for French fries. Not in the air fryer. It's got to preheat and then. Don't don't tell me how to cook French fries. I mean, twenty three minutes is a long time, no matter what you. I mean, regardless, like a deep fryer, French fries take like two minutes. Yeah, but it, it's an air fry. I don't need the air, the oil. It's not you ever what like full yeah. psycho and fried French fries in a frying pan in oil? Like it's a deep fryer. That's a oh, dangerous thought, task. I, I've done that. Yeah, I've, I've done, done that. Yeah, I've, I've been there. I swim deep waters. Don't do it shirtless. This <laughs> is <laughs> um. So yeah, that's all I watch. But just don't do not watch uh, fucking Halloween ends. Like I, you know, honestly, like I posted this on Facebook before I watched it. I was like, I really don't want to watch this movie. Like I don't want to watch this movie. Like I know it's going to be bad. And like I, I felt like I had to finish it. Like I had to finish all three of those movies. But like I knew it was going to be bad, and it was like worse than I expected. And like it, it just wasn't fun. I think maybe. If I was there with you guys, I could have laughed at how stupid it was. But mm. I was just stewing in how much I fucking hated the movie. <laughs> like, like, no, I will finish this movie. <laughs> I mean, and it's like, and it goes to the TJ rules, by the way, where like twenty minutes in, I'm like, this is trash. This is this is utter trash. I do not well, like the TJ it. rules. You would have stopped watching it. I know, but I watched it for y'all. I watched it for y'all. <laughs> you didn't watch it for me. But I watched it for the three people that listen to the show. 
and the and the 50 people that follow follow the show on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok, by the way. Uh, one of those is me. <laughs> Hell yeah. So 49 well, people. Yeah, we got to start. Yeah, I guess I'm a, I'm a person. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah sure. Nogs, are you on TikTok yet? Nope. Why not? Yeah, but we're, right. we're, we're going to start doing Switch. We're going to start Alec, getting on Switch. Alec, you, you reminded, when you said that, it reminded me of, of Anakin uh, Skywalker. I'm a now, person. My name now, is Alec. That's it was on right. Flight of the Concords where they're like, they like it was when he was dating Coco and he's like, you like bands, right? He's like, yeah, I like, I like, I like bands. You're in a band. Yeah. But I, I like, he's like, what? Well, she's like, what bands do you like? And she, he names all these bands. And she's like, well, you're in a band. Don't you like your band? He's like, no, I like good bands. <laughs> <laughs> I know we always talk about it, but that bit where it's like, Hey, you want a drink? It's like, yeah, sure. Oh my like, God. Well, not your not drink. drink. <laughs> That's Todd Berry too. Which yeah. Is it's Todd Berry. And I think Dimitri Martin is the other. Dimitri Martin. Yeah. yeah. The, the rowdy dogs or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, crazy dogs. The, crazy crazy dog. wow. Dimitri Martin, the uh, we have Mitch Hedberg at home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, who hasn't gone? Uh, well, Mitch Hedberg uh, died, so somebody had to fill that void. I had fucking tickets for that show he's supposed to play in Baltimore I? like the week he died, the prick. We both, we both had tickets to that yeah. show. I know. Sad stuff. Why couldn't it have been Dane Cook? Hey. Should have been Dane Cook. Have you seen him now? I he's mean, like making he's like making jokes about how he's a pedophile. It's like, all right, man. Like, like come on, dude. I was gonna say it should have been Louie because he was legitimately sexually assaulting people. I mean, Dane Cook's a groomer, so I don't know if it's much better. He met the, his current girlfriend when she was fifteen, and now she, she's older now. Well, it's it's like, like, what are you, Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, we're just gonna let him on that. Why is, it, why is it okay for Seinfeld and not Dane Cook? It's not okay for Seinfeld. Thank you. How did, oh, why does nobody on, ever bring that up? NBC, I could do whatever I want. It's wild. That shit, the Seinfeld shit too, was like way out in the open. I remember Howard Stern used to talk about that shit all the time, and Hannibal Burris on his ass. Like nobody talked about that shit. It was wild. He'd take that girl to like premiere parties and stuff. Crazy. Anyway, uh, uh, dogs. I watched two things. Two things, uh, both of which bangers. Uh, I'm not going to get into how great RoboCop, um, excuse me, Predator Two is, but if you're going to be a movie, be Predator Two. Dude, Predator and Two is like one of the most underrated movies I think ever of all time, hands yeah. down and without question. I would love to set up a movie marathon where it's Predator Two, Aliens, and RoboCop Two, and just have like three of the greatest sequels of all time. Back no, back I feel back. like you got, you got to have like a, a you got to throw aliens out and pick oh, another gosh. underrated sequel because like aliens is like, w- like way too well, well received. But I'm just talking about like the super fun over the top sequel. If you're like talking that. about it's it, it just, I'm just disgusted by you because you're talking about greatest sequels ever. And Terminator two isn't even listed. Come on, he, that's it, correct. Terminator two is like out of canon now for gogs. Don't it's forget. So correct. Fucking ridiculous. Like Terminator, that's, that's correct. Terminator two hands down is one of the best sequels ever made. Like it's it not was. Even a, no, it still is. It's like empire strikes back. Like it. That's going to be my birthday pick just to make gogs watch it again. And yeah, realize a, how awesome it is. Great movie. It's a great movie. It's all time. It's classic. not my fault they fucked the timeline up. I'm, I would I'm love still, it if they didn't fuck the timeline. I'm up. still gonna die on the Alien Three Assembly Cut is the best Alien sequel. It's Alien really, Three Assembly Cut is, is amazing. Have you, guys, but, have you guys real quick? Because I I don't think I've ever seen it, but I on like film TikTok, somebody was talking about the Assembly Cut of Alien One. Why don't they call it Flick Talk? 
I mean, I have the director's cut. Nice. That's much better. Damn. I don't. I don't like the director's cut of either the first, and especially. I know Gogs and I have been back and forth on that Aliens director's cut, but I fucking hate the Aliens director's cut. I don't like cut. the second one. Well, I don't know if this assembly cut is the same as the director's cut, but I was. I'd mm. never heard of it before. I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. So anyway. Well, anyway, I watched fucking Predator Two. That movie fucking hell yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Shout out Maria Conchita Alonso. Um, she's a has been and then uh i also watched uh the night house so i, I like batted for the sean can say that i yeah. i batted for the uh the the trilogy on that director yeah so i watched hellraiser which was mid pause did you say so, batted for the trilogy yeah, yeah you heard what like i said like lightning in a pan right there <laughs> batted for the trilogy so uh anywho uh, what did you think of the guy's name? I really enjoyed that movie. The Night House was excellent. Like it's like, but what's interesting about the Night House is it's very different than the Ritual, but it's yeah. still super good. And the guy is really, I like between watching both of those movies, I get why they pitched him a Hellraiser movie His because name is Dan Dan Brook Brook Bruckner David Bruckner da- David Bruckner is Bruckner, that it Yeah. Well, like, like, so both of those movies feature all of, like the hallmarks of a good Halloween movie. Like, it's about like, it's about like personal. It's about like regret and demons, both both personal and actual, and like, like the consequences of choice and all that shit. Um, and like the weird like, the like the timeless march of fate. Like, it's got all that good shit. In it. And then they they fucking. David S. Goyard that script and the Halloween that that fucking Hellraiser movie is mid as shit. But well, the, hold on real quick because I, I since you just watched it, I wanted to ask you since especially since you're comparing it to Hellraiser, isn't it frustrating to watch Hellraiser after watching The Night House, a movie where he has like a mastery of lighting and mood, and like oh then my you God. watch Hellraiser and like the, the, it's terrible. Like the light. I'm convinced. I'm convinced it was some sort of post processing note. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I'm convinced. I'm convinced he did not shoot Hellraiser in the light that we saw it in, and that when they went through, they sweetened oh, you think it it's or like whatever a filter or something. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Gogs because like, it looks like it looks terrible. And like the yeah. guy between both of those movies, both the Ritual and the Nighthouse, this guy understands how lighting works, and he understands how to set a mood and a scene. And it's like, and his shot composition in Hellraiser, great. I'm not mad yeah. at that. No. But you're right, the lighting's trash. But but anyway, um, what's the the young lady who plays the lead in the Nighthouse? Rebecca um, Hall. Rebecca, Rebecca Hall. She's, she's just great. she is a she is up there with what's her name from um, Hereditary. Uh, uh, oh, I can't think of her name now. Son of a sea cook. Uh, Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Like she is putting on a. She's putting on a fucking Rebecca Hall's show. the uh, extremist woman from yeah, Iron Man she's 3. Iron right? Man 3 yeah. yeah. She's been in a bunch of stuff, but yeah, she was in a, she's so also in the town. She's supposed the to town. be supposed to be the main villain in Iron Man 3, but they couldn't sell women toys. That's mm. fucking bullshit. Really? It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's she was supposed to be the main villain originally, and then they rewrote it to, uh, to put Guy Pierce as the villain. Guy Pierce, because they didn't think they could sell it, it was either sell female toys or buy a female villain. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, thank God we got hell out of the deal eventually. And yeah, she's putting on a she's putting on a clinic in this movie. It's she's it's basically a one man show too because yeah, no one she's, else she's in that movie is really doing anything. 
Um, not in a bad way. There's, there's nothing for it. There's not a lot of characters her. in the movie. There's right. only like four characters in the whole movie. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's great, and it. it's it's an all it's a it's a both that and the ritual legitimately scary films. Like also, they are like, like I can't I don't want to speak to it too much because I don't want to spoil the movie. But I feel like like kind of where the movie goes, it went in a way I did not expect. Like oh, I, no. yeah, I was like, by the time it gets to the end, I was like, oh okay, like that's pretty wild, pretty creative, like. I did not expect that. To, I started uh, getting hints of maybe that was what was happening when, like, she like explored his books and stuff. Yeah, like I sort of saw it tell it, but like it's it's so well done. I can my no without, spoiler. Highly recommend without spoiling it. I I said that my letterbox review was that this was the best Final Destination movie. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that really. You know what? Yeah, it is. Down. Yeah, it's the but uh. But, it's a great movie. I'm glad you liked it. I, I, it's one of those Loved movies it. that I. It's funny because I downloaded it. I had this movie for like a while, and I just kept putting it off. And then I watched it. It's like, why did they take me so long to watch this? I fucking loved it. Probably because the name is really stupid. The name it's is, is name. not great. The name is not great, but man, it's a good movie. And like, it really sucks that Hellraiser is so bad because like the guy can direct a fucking movie. Because like the yeah. rich the, between those two movies, like bangers, like the Ritual and the Nighthouse, two bangers. Yeah, hands down. But anyway, that's everything. Sean? Uh, the only thing I watched was a movie called Death Capo, which is a movie I can re- recommend to literally no one but TJ, <laughs> just because it's like a really shitty, stupid kaiju movie that Hideki Anno has a cameo in. And Oh, shit. <laughs> Hideki yeah. Anno, the creator of Neon Genesis Evangelion. And also a director of show favorite Shin Godzilla. That's right. Yeah. And and uh, Shin Ultraman, which I'm really hoping will pop up on the internet soon. I heard I'm it's really not gonna... as good as Shin Godzilla, but what is? I was going to say it kind of it kind of ha- it can't be as good as Shin Godzilla because Shin right. Godzilla also, Ultraman is substantially a goofier property than Godzilla. Like... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still want to but... watch it. Like... Yeah. But that's all I watched. We've, we've gone pretty long as it is. What did de- what was Death Kappa about? Is it about the turtle, like the kaiju? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's like just like weird singing numbers, and like it's got like um a, a extended scene that's almost the same exact scene as the Samuel Jackson and Scarlett Johansson bass scene in the sh- in the shadow or the oh, spirit spirit. Spirit. But they're dressed up like Japanese Nazis and how they're using kaiju to restore Imperial Japan or whatever. It's really bad, but TJ would like it. Yeah, I would mm, love just it. Just because it lampoons so much of that stuff. It was on Tubi. I'll have to watch it. Uh, uh, Sean, there's a movie on Netflix that you need to watch. I haven't, I haven't watched yet, but I'm sure you would have the same love or uh, love for the matter that I would. It's called The Redeem Team. Okay. And it's about... Uh, documentary about the 2008 dream team that uh kobe bryant basically assembled oh shit to, uh, yeah i do want to see that. america to number one in the world in basketball after the 2004 team shit the bed did they, came, <laughs> did they even place i think they either came in third no did they or, or, did, or didn't they? even didn't even place. i don't think they even meddled no so uh then they the next team had kobe lebron kevin Dur- like coached yeah. by coach k and they just ran over everybody it's only like an hour and a half long I might watch that tomorrow, but I think I tell you? you would uh, you would love it. Yeah, I know Netflix has been doubling down on their sports documentaries, which I think is like my favorite genre of movie overall. But um, did I mention the uh, the NBA Twitter thing about Dahmer? Did I mention that on the show? I think I sent it to no. you guys, but no, I don't uh, think so. 
it was like this dude goes, uh, um, uh, he's like, I miss me with that Dahmer shit. If I want to see a white dude just cooking oh, yeah. black people, I'll watch the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. And it was just a bunch of pictures of Luca crossing people over. That's hilarious. <laughs> um. Oh, by the way, so one last thing about the guy that directed The Night House and uh, The Ritual. He apparently is part of a movie called Southbound, which I've heard of. I've never watched, so I'm going to have to watch this. It's like an anthology. It's an anthology. It's an anthology movie, yeah, so I might have to watch that. Southbound Tales? It's called Southbound. I'm contractually required to watch if it's called Southbound Tales. Look up the cover. (laughs) The cover is fucking sick. It's like, it's an intersection, like, it's a bunch of highways that make an intersection that's a giant pentagram. It's fucking awesome looking. Hmm. Like, very uh, evocative cover. All right. anyway, that's everybody. Uh, Gogs, what happened in Posse? And you keep what? talking because I have to pee really What bad. happened in Posse? What didn't Gags, happen in Posse? You have, it is 9.27. You have yes. five minutes to tell us what happened in Posse. No, movie six. opens in Cuba. because I have to pee. <laughs> no, movie opens to old, it's going to take you that long to pee. Movie opens to old man well, talking about black cowboys. Okay. Then they go to Cuba and they're talking about Jesse Lee. And Jesse Lee is under the command of the prettiest man I've ever seen in my entire life, Billy Zane. And Billy Zane doesn't want to get his, uh, his uniform dirty, so he's going to keep sending in Jesse Lee and his uh, squadron of African-American gentlemen who may all or, or not be conscripts through some sort of work release program with prison where work releases go to Cuba and fight a war. Uh, they get hoodwinked, bamboozled, uh, run amok, <laughs> and sent off into the woods to go uh, get some Spanish guns or what have you. End up with a chest of gold. Uh, because I guess for some reason Billy Zane's not legal allowed to loot and pillage in this war, so then Billy Zane's going to double cross him with uh, a guy who is—he's an albino, but he—he's—he's—he he's, he reads as Native American, and yeah, I guess that's pause. just like, yeah. Billy Zane should be in this movie more because he. Billy Zane should be in this movie more. Fucking blast! Billy Zane is his eyelashes in this movie. My God! So, uh, Billy Zane and uh, Mario Van Peoples. Uh, have a moment. They zap each other. Bop, bop. Uh, Billy Zane catches one in the eye. Everyone else runs away. Uh, I think we lose a preacher and one other guy on the team. Uh, they pick up Wheezy, who was working as Billy Zane's um, right-hand servant. Uh, Wheezy uh, gets them on some uh, corpse boat back to the mainland because Cuba's not that far away. They end up in New Orleans. They're partying. They're partying. They're partying. You meet large Father Kane. And he replaced Tonal Loke, so kind of a you know a net positive from a hip hop standpoint in that series of scenes. And then Jesse Lee, you also pick up. Um, I forgot you picked up in the islands. Uh, one of the uh, uh, what's his name? Which was Stephen Baldwin. You picked up a Baldwin. Yeah. So now they're all back in America. Stephen they're Baldwin, running. who is playing the ancestor of his character from The Usual Suspects, it is like the right. same exact performance. Yeah. No. It actually. Yeah. It's a good call. If he had lived. So now uh, we're back in the world and Jesse Lee's like, I gotta go handle my business. And everybody else like, cool, bye, Jess. But then they're like, wait, no, stop. And then we're in the soggy middle of the movie. And this is where the three plot lines, the three forces of nature coalesce into one final scene. Because as they're working their way through the West and you're, you're seeing all these flashbacks of how Jesse used to be, he was the son of Shaft. And Shaft was uh, establishing Freedomville. But then conveniently every person that they interact with was part of the burning of freedom town from the blacksmith 
to the local jailer, to the newsboy, to the cook, to whomever. They all did it. Jesse Lee's getting revenge. And now you are, end up in a in a weird Lex Luthor-esque plot for land stealings because the railroad's coming through and you've got, you got White Town over there. They're just chock full of the KKK. And then you've got uh, New Freedom Town, which is full of African-Americans and one, the sheriff, who's, I guess, kind of an Uncle Tom in this scenario. And Jesse's come to town and Carl Winslow's there. And then everything kind of coalesces into both the KKK trying to take out Jesse and Freedom Town. And then the same time, Billy Zane and his crew showed up on a train with a Gatling gun. It all happens. Shit goes down. And then at some point, uh, Jesse gets into a, a, a fiery building fight with Billy Zane, uh, kind of a la Prince Humperdinck in The Princess Bride. And uh, they, they they duke it out. Words are exchanged. A guy gets knifed. Uh, a building explodes apropos of nothing. And then they have enough gold to remake Freedom Town. And then the old guy in the beginning of the movie was the kid who just happened to be apropos of nothing, standing in the middle of the street with two pistols fucking uh, handles out so that Jesse could zap Billy Zane for good. And that's possible. Shoot him up. Shoot him up. Four minutes. Good job. Thank you. Yep. That's the movie. This movie's uh, kind of a mess. This movie is kind of? a complete mess. Uh, yeah. It is like, I texted TJ, it is bordering on like art house jank. Like, it is <laughs> all over the shop. And it like, not, I, like, it does I love not it. hold a thread. Like, the movie is is very confusing because like it feels oh, it makes it makes fucking young guns like a Jonathan Nolan script. <laughs> like yeah. it is yeah. like... it's like it they don't it, it, it like I said to Gogs the other day, I felt like this movie feels like three movies stitched together, like very loosely, and they don't know where they want to go at any particular moment. They're trying to tell Almost. too many they're trying to tell too many messages at once. Like this is gonna be a, a probably a hot take and TJ will get mad. This is like almost <laughs> like a Yodorowski movie, the way it just kind of wanders around with no particular oh, plot. I wouldn't get mad at that. No, I mean his movies are very neander, especially his earlier stuff. Yeah. Incredibly neandering, but like I don't know. I'm gonna say this about Posse though. It kind of opens with a bang. And it just kind I, of falls I, I, off into like the soggiest of soggy middles. My favorite part of the movie is the beginning. Yeah. Like I, I love well, I love the introductory scene where, you know, they're in the middle of this fucking battle and fucking uh Billy Zane is literally getting a, a portrait painted of him like he could give a fuck. Like, right. I, like I'm gonna go ahead and say this, and this is like a weird thing to say about a movie. I love the politics of this movie. I just yeah. don't like the movie. Well, the movie like, is weird, right? Because it's it's not only is it a neo western, but it's also a neo exploitation movie, and it, yeah. it's like very incongruent because it it's weird, right? Because it comes across like a standard, like it's trying to be a standard movie when it's anything but. There's a scene where Melvin or Mario Van Peebles and his real life dad are just hanging around shirtless, shooting guns. His dad's fucking ripped, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah. bless up Melvin Van Peebles, where they've got little Klansmen guys. He's like, you just shoot them in the nuts like I do. And yes. that scene goes on forever. Yeah. Like, there's also a scene where, and I, I thought of Sean when I when I watched this part of the movie. There's a, there's a part in the movie where everyone's either gambling or fucking or making trans jokes uh, in this movie. 
And Mario Van Peebles is just doing his shirtless, like, gun cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in, like, a mist. I thought the like, same exact thing. While well, he's having Sean, a... Sean always, Sean always kills me, though. He's like, I'm doing my kata. And that's exactly <laughs> what he was like. He, you gotta say, like, Jim Nance. He's all, like, oiled up, and he's just, like, sh- like pointing his guns. Like, what the fuck? Well, no, it's fucking hysterical, because he's wearing no shirt, yeah. full-on chest holsters, and chaps that are like akin to samurai pants, yeah, yeah and yeah. a hat, and he is oiled up. Like he oiled up and then put the holsters on, or he like cut <laughs> in around the holsters with the oil. It is amazing. Um, the camera never yeah. stops moving. It's like mm-hmm. fucking um, the marine. It's like yeah. on a three. Like, it's like it's like irreversible. It's the beginning. I'm, it's like I'm it's gonna, gonna dolly. That's just like a big ball. It's I'm crazy. gonna put this out there. Quentin Tarantino has seen this movie several times because there is a lot of fucking this movie in Django like a like lot a lot mm-hmm. also I like uh, I like the scene where they're all naked oh, oh yeah, yeah and he's all pissing you frolicking, <laughs> frolicking in the uh, you saw some penis in, in that shot I was yeah, paying attention I talk about where Wheezy's just freaking out about Zeus Tiny Lister's dick he's like yeah. look at that it's, like a, it's like another arm yeah everybody's dicks out and there's ass it's great uh, real quick speaking of gay stuff um, Big Daddy Kane and Stephen Baldwin are definitely coded as gay in this one movie. million percent. Also, Big Daddy Kane might be the best one shot uh rapper actor ever because he's, he's actually really good at really this movie. He's doing movie. this movie, I think yeah. He's the best actor in this movie, like, he's really oh, I, I mean, that's not saying a ton. Like, uh, stop it. The act in this movie is it's horrendous. Stephen Baldwin, it's, like, it's movies real bad. I'm reading this movie as like kind of a send up of westerns too, not like quite a black dynamite level send up, but like I oh, don't know. It's, it's no, it is not that in the least. It is a very serious. You film. think so? Oh what? my god, the way that the, with the bookend at the end about eight thousand black cowboys and this that. There's no way they're trying to make a joke out of. They're trying to. I'm I'm uh, gonna I'm I'm taking the opposite approach on this one. That this is maybe, 100% I don't know, man, like, sincere. I I do feel, I, I feel I like you. Have, I fall, you, I fall more on the other. I do feel like it's. I feel like it's sincere, but I don't know. It might not. I don't know, man. Like I, I still feel like if you go back, so watch a movie, uh, Melvin Van Peebles director called Watermelon Man about a guy that basically falls asleep in a tanning bed and turns black. <laughs> Like, it's like a proto-soul man. And, like, see the sensibilities that this kid grew up with, right? And then go back and kind of, like, I'm not... I'm doing a lot of work for this movie, right? Because I do love it. And, like, it's kind of indefensible because it's not good. (laughs) Right. But, like, I understand why. Okay. I can can respect that. I mean... And Mario... Correct me if I'm wrong. Mario Van Peebles made a bunch of movies, right? Yeah, he he made made Panther. No, did, I don't, he play, did he make solo? He I wait, Mario or his dad? He was Mario. in solo. Yeah. Mario Van Peebles made the Black Panther movie Panther, where I think he also played Huey Newton. And then he also made uh the movie Badass, which is a like that. biopic yeah. of his father that's supposed to be really good. I haven't yeah. seen it. Also, ain't no shark gonna get him down. Yeah, that's right. We watched that movie. Oh. Yeah. We did. Yeah, we uh, did. That, <laughs> we did. Um, yeah. So I don't know. There's a lot that there's a lot going on in this movie. Uh, but it's just it's like I agree with Sean. It is. It's just very disjointed. And I don't know. Like I said earlier when we opened the show, I 
and, and again, this this might just be on me. I had a hard time engaging with this. No, movie. I I don't think so. I think I'm mm. on an island with this. Like I I don't think, and I'm not like you guys are idiots. Like this isn't like a Repo Man situation, <laughs> but like hurtful. The thing, one of the things I appreciate about this movie a lot is that like it's trying shit. It is like overly stylish and overly busy. When like it oh, could yeah. be a very flat, boring looking movie on top of like being boring because it's like totally incomprehensible yeah because it is no it's definitely it's a big swing it's a big swing and and like i don't know like it's very it's just like i said i kind of like part of me wishes they just like focused on one of the storylines and just that was the movie like Honestly, the first like ten minutes could have been a whole movie, like the whole like infiltrate the fucking enemy, and then you're yeah, them in Cuba was pretty dope. Like it, it is, it is set up like that, and then it's like, oh, that movie's over already. What's yeah, going to go on for the rest of it? It's like, oh, we don't fucking know. Just we don't know. <laughs> and like Billy Zane is kind of the villain, but he's forgotten about through most of the movie, and then the, he kind of shows up, and I, I don't know. It's it's a, and then it's, like uh, like fucking the gang from uh fucking uh what is it the the Road Warrior kind of shows up at the <laughs> end for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah. Alec, what was your most confusing part of this movie? <laughs> My most confusing part was why they bothered casting Tone Loke, who yeah, is he, he was not good. He is so bad in this. <laughs> it's really bad. like he's so bad, and like I could understand like Mario Vip. He was wanting to like curry favor with like Big Daddy Kane because he's like a legit like rapper. Oh yeah, a rap artist. Very, very Tone um... Loke was like a joke rapper. Like who? Was he trying to curry favor with him to get close to him too? Like maybe I don't know. He, he Tone Loke. I mean, maybe he's a big fan of mind. This was like bear that Tone Loke played. Does anybody I remember, remember that? that? Yeah. No. Was, yeah, it was like a kids show on like Fox or something. It's called like like PJ Bear or something. Well, I remember that. I think we're forgetting that Tone. This was the height of Tone Loke's life and I guess career. So like funky, this was funky. Like, this was like era. Tone Loke has never loked harder than than the era than this way movie was made in. Like this was his peak. I just don't understand how like and we've seen plenty of like non-actors act with to varying degrees of success, but like like well in this movie, right? Like Big Daddy Kane's not like an actor and he's great in the movie and Tone Loke is dog shit. <laughs> Like, I don't know about great. He's okay. I think he's pretty good in the movie. I don't well, know. He's the I'm best good. one. Like, if I didn't know that was he was a rapper, I would just assume he was an actor. Like, he seems he doesn't seem out of place. I'll put it that way. That's a kind thing to say, right? Okay. I mean, this was yeah. But once again, this was this was Surf Ninja's Tone Loke. This was I, I, this, I know it's set up before, but I hate it's it's Billy, right? Or Stephen? The bald one. The bald Billy's movie the is oldest Billy. one, right? Billy's from um I think Backdraft. Daniel who the dead. Oh one. no, you're right, one Daniel's old. One of them's dead. Really? Yeah, I think Daniel's dead. Mm. One of them's dead. I didn't know any of them were dead. Um but he's terrible. He's so bad in this movie. Like I can't stand and like it to 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 use a wrestling term, he's got X Pac heat with me. Like every time he talks, I'm just like, shut up. Dear God, shut up. Like, I don't want you on the screen anymore. I, I find him repugnant in this film. Like, I just, I don't know. There's something about, because, like, I don't know. Everybody else, while they're they're not doing, like, they're all kind of being just them. 
Like he's trying to be like this rootin' tootin' character. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah, like, he's at like all. doing like the old prospector. The only, yeah. the only thing that the white man got to fear about the black man is the old. No. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little it's a little bad. It was also uh, shockingly uh, not a lot of end bombs in this movie. I I thought there was the end bomb was going to go like way off, like but uh, very low. <laughs> mm. Uh, titty in this movie though, gotta say. Yeah, shout out. Hey, it's that one, that one broad that uh, that Mario Van Peebles uh has sex with, and also that scene, that scene's gonna get a point for me because this reminded me. I, this was in the '90s, right? This wasn't in the '80s movies. In the '90s, yeah, it was like 90s. the late '90s, early 2000s. But the sex scene, the Mario Van Peebles sex scene, reminded me of those fucking like like 80s like jerry brookheimer like overly artsy sexy like very steamy with lisa bonet or it reminded me of like the the parody that they did and it's always sunny where frank is fucking that girl and it's like it's the same thing though it's got like the 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 like the slow sexy music and it's like artistic angles like oh yeah i forgot about these scenes they used to have these in every fucking movie back in the day Mm -hmm. i was it was pretty great. I kind of that, that love interest is introduced like way too late <laughs> and resolved way too quick. And it's also like uh, yeah. Blair Underwood's wife or something like who even knows? I've yeah. seen this movie like six times and I have no idea what happens it's, in it. It's literally like, oh, yeah, we need a woman in this movie for some reason. Let's throw her in there. And fuck her. Well, maybe maybe because of all the oiled up shirtless uh, father and son bonding gun cotta, <laughs> they're like, this is a little too gay. I can oh. see Mario Van Peebles there doing all that shit. She's like, what's gay about it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, another great thing about his dad uh, in that movie, Sweet Slick Back, there are sex scenes in it, and not all of them are simulated, and he Hell plays yeah. the title role. Hell wow. Based. Yeah, um, he, he is based. Also, what is with uh, like fucking wraparounds? Why does this have a fucking wraparound too? Like, I, I was like, well, this, this one at least is just like informative. Yeah, not uh, not just Billy the Kid and old person Benjamin Button makeup. Yeah, mm. I still was like, you didn't need that like at all. Like, I, I don't know. And then it ends on like a very uh. A very progressive note where they talk about the fucking one percent and everything. I'm like, damn, look at yeah. this. This shit's fucking. But oh, I think we've said this shit before. Like, anytime an old movie talks about problems that like are worse now, it's just like, oh, this is depressing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we it's fucking like, blew it. Yeah, like, oh, people were like, talking I, about. I, I, people knew I, about this shit thirty years ago, and I was talking changed. to somebody the other day, and I was like, I when I was like. 15 i was like oh racism and shit's gonna be like over like soon like oh we're counting down to the end of racism and it's like oh no now it's worse it's like honestly it's incredibly depressing like it's one of those like poetry it rhymes well honestly like i don't mean to go off on a tangent but like i don't know i kind of thought like this is my naive thought but like i thought that people were getting more progressive like everybody i like i don't know any like genuinely racist people like i like that are friends of mine and i thought that like things were going to get better and it's like nope nope yeah, well, that's what happens you associate with people that are like-minded yeah yeah you're right and so you don't see right you don't see the racist stuff until you see it happening on social media or other places yeah. where it's because like the three people i interact with aside from my wife are you three yeah 
Well, so it's just a turf. So, so it's just aside from Gogs being a turf. Uh, yeah. First of all. <laughs> yeah. First of all. Second of all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's fucking sad. It, like again, we've brought this up a couple of times when we've had like political movies on the show, and you're like, oh shit, hasn't got it's just gotten worse. No, I had a kid uh, telling me that, like, her sister uh, had a kid with a black dude, and her father had a problem with it. I was like, what year is this, bro? Like, are you shitting me? Fucking, it sucks. It really does. Like, like, fucking, just, it just sucks. Like, I hate it. I fucking hate it. It's it's garbage. And, uh, yeah, those people are garbage. And Mm. it's a shame we can't just, like, get them out. (laughs) Just, just, they can't die off. Those, those assholes keep get like fucking stuffing those beliefs into younger kids. But anyway, we're getting. So I was really hoping COVID would have done a number on them, but I don't think it did enough for one. No, no, not enough. Uh, anyway, them. Anything else we're going to talk about about Posse other than the no. state of the world? No, we're good. I didn't yeah. even finish well, this movie. I turned it off like fifteen <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> this movie is <laughs> so bad. Yeah, you didn't see you Billy Zane get like stabbed, shot, and exploded? Nope. Oh, oh yeah, and he got like a flaming arrow in the back. Yeah, he oh, got, uh, he got. I saw that. I saw that in Robin Hood. Uh, uh, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> when uh, when you were like when uh, Gog's like, I'll just rent it. Now goes, don't waste your money. I was like, well, I was like, no, this week's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, when he said that, I was like, oh, I didn't watch. Here's it. the thing: I remember loving this movie. Like, I had like fond. This is like. It's not quite a crawl moment, but it's not far off. Like, I would have thought that I would have been... I've never seen your soul crush so hard as when you watched Crawl and realized how awful it was. <laughs> it was so great. I was so great, because, like, it was like the the Ralph Valentine scene. Like, you could see his heart slowly breaking over the course of, like, two hours. I, I gotta like, get... you, could just, you could just feel, like, the air let out of the room. And I gotta give Gogs credit because I thought he was gonna go full fucking cue the winged serpent and be like, no, it's fucking right. <laughs> and like, no, he did. He was honest. I think like he, his soul couldn't handle it. Like he was. I was like, too. I was. Like, you look over there and like every ten minutes you see this like glint where he's just hoping and then just immediately no, crushed. I no, it was bad. It was like it was the worst. It's the worst experience I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, that's that, yeah. Uh, Let's well, introduce don't, Cyclops. Don't, don't, <laughs> no. I mean, you got Clark's three coming up, so I don't know. But well, it's gonna be bad. Walking, that's not gonna I'm be soul up. crushing. Also, and I, I've been seeing so many people review it, and they're like, "Well, it's not good, but it, it's like nostalgic for me. It's like unfollow. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's like, like finding like, out my dad had no time family he loved more. Like, this is that bad. <laughs> this is just awful. <laughs> uh, all right, um, five knuckle shuffle time. <laughs> You think I should climp chimp all of the five knuckle shuffles like from now on? I know what? it's I know it's cl- I'm I'm doing continuity from the show. You, you don't listen to the show. Why? It's, don't. it's, it's clip chimp. I don't know to put it on the. TikTok. I know it's climp chimp. Oh, just to have the numbers on there. I don't know, and it's usually a fun fun dissertation of the whole movie. I, I don't know. I thought it'd be fun. Yeah. Climp climp talk. Climp chimp. Climp. Yeah. Clim- we're climping. Pod Check it out, Mark. We're clipping. <laughs> <laughs> all right, perfect. This is what this is all on there. Uh, uh. Anyway, uh, uh. Gogs, go ahead. Uh six, maybe a four. It's a six or a four. 
it's so not funny. a five. It's so funny. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't know which one it is, so I'm just gonna go with six slash four. Um, it's not good in a classic sense, and it's uh, <laughs> not in a classic sense. And it's also <laughs> not good in a modern sense. It's not, yeah, it's not good in a contemporary sense either. Uh, I, I this is weird because I I do remember liking this movie. I thought. But now I'm just sort of questioning everything. I'm having a real red pill Ooh. moment. Um, so, yeah, Posse, not what I once thought it was, and it's making me scared to revisit things. No one's good in it. Big Daddy Kane's the best in it. Well, Billy Zane's fun. Billy Zane is so arch, and Billy Zane is just devouring the scenery. Billy Zane, and that's bro. always a good he's time. Really fun in the movie. I wish he was in it more, to be honest. Like, well, did he get yeah, he's... or something? What happened to him? I don't know what happened to him. He Zane. still does stuff. Okay. I just don't. He's a. Uh, he's a lot. He's not fatter now, but he's like thick. Like he it looks like he put on, uh, like a bunch of weight, like a heavyweight MMA guy. Like he's oh, big. Oh, geez. Kevin Kevin Hart had that show on Netflix. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like semi serious and had Wesley Snipes. Um, it was pretty good. But Billy Zane was in a couple episodes, and he looks like a fucking monster. And he kind of reminded me of Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh like, wow! He looks—he's mm. not fat, but he just looks thick. He's not like a shitty conservative now, is he? Because I feel like I've seen him in like like projects like that, like on TV. It's like, oh, and Billy Zane. It's like I hope you're not in like Kevin Sorbo territory. Oh, maybe he well, just needs work. Yeah, I guess you. Yeah, when you're falling out of the limelight, but. Anyway, yeah, this thing's a, this thing's a, this thing's a six or a four either way. He's in Back to the Future too. Who's you know. Billy Zane in Back to the Future too? He's Match. Whoever the fuck that is. He, is he one of the hoverboard punks? I guess so. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. Oh, he is. He was in. He was the bad guy in that new MacGruber show. Oh, oh I never Enos watched. <laughs> what a great. But name. I only watched the first episode or two. I didn't. I. I very, very disappointed. Did not love it. Wow. And you're like a huge McGruber fan, so it must like not be good. like one of my favorite at, comedies. Yeah, it must not be good at all. Well, so that's, yeah, that's me. Uh, Sean. Well, actually, no, wait, I want to hear that again, TJ. Okay. Uh, I'm giving it the same score as you guys. It's like a six uh, or a four. I But it's <laughs> getting a six because of the nudity, male and oh, that's female a, nudity. It's like, what? it's there's so much, like, it, like we've joked about this stuff before because it's always funny to me, but this movie is so homoerotic. Like I fucking love the, love, love that about it. Like the scene, I, I know I just talked about it a few minutes ago, but the scene where for fucking Marvin Peebles is shirtless in his bandolier, do like with his guns. I I like fell out of the couch. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, and I was hard at the whole the whole time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh. And then there's just a scene where, you know, whereas Young Guns had this the just dance numbers, like this movie had uh naked in the in like the the pond and just talking about each other's dicks. Like I it was great. Like that part's great. Just admiring a man's penis while he's peeing. Yeah, it was awesome. Um but like I don't the movie is so it was so confusing. Like I I again now to be honest, like I had a really hard time paying attention to this movie. So like, there was like good sp- few minutes 
few minutes is wow. Uh, there were there were times where I was like looking at something else, and then I went back to the screen. I'm like, what what the fuck's going on? I had to rewind it a little bit. I'm like, oh no, it just doesn't make any sense. But like, it, it's very confusing. So it does follow the movie the podcast rule of uh, if you're going to be bad, be confusing because it's very confusing. Um, That's true. But it's just not. I didn't find it compelling. But at the same time, at this, well, yeah, of course, we all know that. Uh, But at the same time, I also am not going to forget this anytime soon. So this is definitely not a five. Like, I'm going to remember this movie. Like, there is so much shit in this movie where I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, uh, so it's, it's like a six. Yeah, it's definitely like a six. But uh, I don't, it's a, it's a strange one. It's one I, I, I will probably revisit later because I feel like I might need to watch it in a different mindset because I was not feeling well and I was kind of grumpy and tired and that might have not helped my view. I don't think it would have helped either way, honestly. Maybe. I don't know. I was in a real good mood and like on substances and it was not fun. This, <laughs> before, before we get to my score, I'll just put it out there. This is one of those things where like you bring somebody like a girl you're dating and you're like, isn't she hot? And everybody's like, yeah, she's cute. And then the minute you walk out, like what the fuck is going on with him? Like that's this movie. Uh, well, hold on. We, Alec hasn't gone yet. Right? Oh, no, he's not. Uh-huh. Alec, you go. Two. <laughs> boring as shit. The beginning, the beginning was fun. Just that little like initial heist. And then it just slow. Like it slows down to like nothing. <laughs> Mario Van Peebles doesn't do anything for most of this movie. He really doesn't. He barely talks in the movie. Like, their whole getaway from New Orleans, he didn't do shit. He wasn't even there. Didn't they meet up with him later? He was like he was in the in woods. Hotel room. At one point, but then they also, when they all fled, he came across them, like, in the forest or in the woods or something and making no, a you're fire. Right. They were like, they were like, they were like, we got to find Jesse, and they just and then they he just was just like he right, was just and they just found hunting them through the woods. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, they like shot someone's hat off, and they're like, "Oh, that must be Jesse." I was like, "Why are you here?" Yeah, he shot a uh, Big Daddy Kane's hat off his fancy band, fancy boy hat. Um, <laughs> like I think the score was really good. This I liked the score at the beginning. I thought the score was like good, but if I'm noticing the score, there's yeah. nothing else going on. <laughs> Um. Yeah, like everybody knows that Tiny Zeus Lister is not a great actor. Like his charm, and it is it that he's like a monster of a man who can also be like charming. But in this, he's terrible. Yeah, he's really bad. Like, oh, oh, Jesse, what are we gonna do? Like, what yeah. the fuck? He was like, it was supposed to be like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not as good as his uh, star making performance in the Fifth Element. Fuck you. Well, I mean, it's like well, when he was the president hold, of space. Hold on, hold on. no, and he's his star making performance in No Holds Barred. Thank you very much. Yeah, but we they played know, him up we, like he was like it was like of mice and men. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was trying to think of. Uh, yeah. I was thinking of uh, the Green Mile. That too. Tell, me, tell us about the New Orleans titties again. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But man, this movie was just not great. Not a lot happened. Not enough happened for me. I was, maybe it was off the high of two consecutive Young Guns movies where everything happened <laughs> like more than once. Um, but yeah, Tone Loke sucked. 
Like, he sucks. And I've seen him in stuff where he's not bad. And this, it was like he could barely even deliver his lines. Like, he was, like, high or drunk the whole time, which is possible, I guess. But, yeah, this movie, this, this ain't it. This ain't uh, it, Chief. No. Who's the last one to go, Sean? Sean! Sean. Okay. Three V one, baby. I uh yeah, it doesn't matter. I uh I, you gotta understand this movie came out when I was twelve, right? And like I'm gonna put this out there. I'm sure everybody knows this. I wanted to be black so bad. <laughs> and not just black, but I mean like like, like Fred Hampton black. <laughs> like I was like, no, dude, because I had like revolutionary suicide and soul on ice and uh seize the time by Bobby Seal. Like I wanted to be like a militant black dude I from respect, dude. Dude, That's I mean I still kind of do. Um, so I was like obsessed with like Melvin Van Peebles and like you, you know, the, I'm, like the, the preeminent black exploitation scholar. So. Well, yeah, well, that's literally the truth, and also yeah. <laughs> like emotionally the truth. So like any like I like devoured black media, right? Like and, and it was scant. Uh, yeah, you in, know, in that era, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but that no, is please, I'm, I'm glad you brought up. I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm gonna. Well, well no, I, mean, I mean, how many times have I done it? Well, I, I'm just saying that I'm glad you brought that up. With all due respect. Well, I was thinking about as I was watching this movie, like velvet painting. I because I, re- I remember when this came out. Like honestly, like black Real cinema was not. I mean, it's still not as prevalent as it should be. But like, this was a big deal when it came out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like not to not sound only, like George Lucas, but like an all black film. Like, it's like, like well, an all black action film that actually has like black folk like having a romantic scene uh mm-hmm. very and other homoerotic scenes and like it's not like so like in a couple years later i would say like 97 or whatever like the predominant like black focus films were like soul food which is like fine but shit like that where yeah. it, it had to be like somehow comedic yeah, for it yeah. to get over so like for this movie to come out in 1993 and there's like fuck it we're just making this fucking black cowboy movie and that's just the end of it and it's like unapologetic in what it is i yeah. recognize that this is not a good movie i recognize mm. it is barely a movie it's like a, one of those dadaist projects where it's just kind of like <laughs> things where people it's almost like Melvin Van Peebles is just walking through like a cartoon background that just kind of scrolls <laughs> behind him the whole time. Like, yeah. and he's doing his cool, like Jesse Lee, you know, ah, just the gunslinger. Like I fucking adore this movie. It's an eight for me. Although I totally agree that is in reality, a two at best. Fair. Mm. But, but like, I have a big personal love for this movie. Yeah, I and I, I get that. I mean, we've talked a lot. And it's about ambitious it. in a lot of ways. Like, I, I think that's that's like not arguable. <laughs> no, I agree. It's just that. bad. I just don't think it works. But I no, definitely right. agree. They're they're he's taking big swings, and and I again like it is something that's kind of lost watching it now, like with the the passage of time. But like to to make something like this is pretty a pretty big deal when it came out. Like I, you know, that is something I'm glad you brought up. Because you know you you didn't have this stuff back then, like at all. Like I can, you, the, like the contemporaries of this stuff. Like it wasn't until you know, even you know, I don't know, not even probably almost ten years later, where you had kind of that 
that black exploitation kind of revival thing going on, but even then, that was because of fucking Tarantino. And yeah. you know what I mean? What does that mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> the only time right. people cared about black exploitation movies when a white guy was like, "Hey, these movies are cool." Like, yeah. And I- I'm saying that as a white guy that got into those movies then, but it is yeah. like looking at it objectively, that's kind of shitty. Like, right. I, you know what I mean? Like, um, it, it's like almost like you it, it we were so star for that you almost view jackie brown as like a black movie even though it has like three black actors in it in total oh, absolutely. you know what i mean but i think like yeah yeah i and it, i have to tread lightly as a fucking the you know, fat white kid but like yeah it definitely was that way and like you know as much is i mean we give tarantino a lot of shit too but like he did give a lot of like prominent roles to black actors, and like I don't, oh, yeah. I think that's like genuine on his part. Well, I don't did you know that like he wrote the Jewel's part in Pulp Fiction for Lawrence Fishburne? I had no idea until very recently. Yeah. Say it again. He wrote the Jewel's part in Pulp Fiction for Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, that's, I mean, I did, I did not know that, but that, I can sort of see, I can sort of see a New Jack City or no, not uh, I, King of New York, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, I, in that I role. Wanna, I want to say that like Fishburne wasn't against doing it. It was some kind of dumb shit, scheduling, like scheduling thing. thing. It wasn't like he was like, no, nah, I'm not going to, it's not like the fucking matrix <laughs> thing where Will Smith's like, nah, this movie sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, the movie didn't work for me, but I can understand where you're coming from where sometimes, you know, you can't divorce your, you know, the, yeah. your initial feelings for a film. I, I've definitely been there many times. That's why I love Drop Dead Fred. I'm never going to watch it again. Dude, that movie mm. rules, though. Rick Mayhall is the best. The I'm never going to watch it again to find out if it rules or not. <laughs> I, I remember Rick Mayhall, Fred. Yeah. That guy's funny because he was in some, like, British show where he was a punk that I've yeah, seen. Yeah, the young ones. Yeah, yeah, that shit's funny. That's just yeah. very funny. Uh, anyway. So it's my pick this week, right? Yes. Yeah. You whores are about to embrace instrumentality and watch. I'm not going to do it to you. I'm just fucking with you. We're watching Clerks 3. Oh, God. Were you about to say Neon Genesis Evangelion? No, I, I don't know how it would fit that into the Western theme. <laughs> but uh, no, we it, let's get it over with. We have to. Clerks Nobody, n- this is like Black Friday. Nobody's allowed to call out. Like we all oh. have to watch it, and we all have to show up. It's on. Oh, the you know, next it's Monday. On, next Monday is up. It's it's on the fucking plex already. So yeah, let's get it over with. Yeah, next Monday is looking tight. Sorry, and I think I think the uh, I think. Oh the, no, no! If somebody misses, we just skip until everybody shows up. I think, oh, I think the pick after that is uh, we're doing a special episode for Kobe. And I, he wants to do. It's his birthday. So we're doing Way of the Gun, but that's oh that's in two God. weeks. That movie sucks. It's going to be better than Clerks 3. Yeah, you're right. It can't <laughs> not be. I think Kobe said Way of the Gun. Anyway, yeah, because yeah, he got brought it up recently. Um, so I, I haven't seen it in forever, but I remember that movie being trash. So, I remember yeah. liking that movie, but I don't know but what I was I like, like I was like 18 when I saw it. Anthony so and I it saw it. might have changed now. Also when we were 18, and we fucking hated it. But then... Since then, since that time, that was one of those movies. Uh, I'm gonna put Boondock Saints in this category, or people are like, You hate that movie? I love that movie, it's great. And I was always like, mm, Well, you I'm, suck. Yeah, I haven't seen it now. Granted, I haven't seen Way of the Gun since then, so it might, you know, maybe my, you know, your your taste change. I don't know, maybe. 
We'll see. I'm going to tell you a saving grace of this movie going into it that maybe you don't realize. Maybe this helps. Christopher McQuarrie wrote and directed this movie, so the guy that did yeah. all the Star Wars uh, concepts. No, that's or... Ralph McQuarrie. Oh, Christopher shit. McQuarrie is the guy that made all the good Mission Impossible movies. Oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah, um, maybe maybe it won't be bad. Maybe it was just ahead of its time for me. Well, well it's, it's got a, a, a lot of edge lord shit in it too. So it's kind of, and that's, I think, that's what I, I think, remember. It's like, you know what I, I think? The jizz in a cup, like, you that know what I think? The shutter mouth, your mouth before I fuck, fuck starter, starter head. head. It's like this, the worst line in the history of movies. It's so. Um, well, Sarah Silverman going, what, what are you and your fucking gay uncle over there going to do something about it? That's a much better line. That's yeah. a funnier line. Uh, um, Anyway. But uh, shit, what was I gonna say? I think a lot of the movie two weeks, is like two weeks away. Everybody, that's not next episode. Next episode, we got to suffer through Clerks Three. Your and, mileage may vary with Ryan Phillippe. Oh, I think just in general, like I think yeah, he's one of those. He's guys. not a good actor. No, wasn't he in something recently that we liked where he was like older? I feel like he was. He's in MacGruber. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I don't think that's the movie I'm thinking of, but he was in MacGruber, and he's good at yeah. it. He's in that TV show of that movie Shooter that Mark Wahlberg did. <laughs> well, is that, I was watching, like, I was listening to Chapo or something. I guess that's based on, like, a really long series of books that I had no yeah. idea about. Yeah. Wow, that I didn't are, know that. Are, some, yeah, some super redneck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Gogs, uh, do you have anything to promote this week? Uh, I need to promote that in two weeks it's going to be also Halloween, so we may need to reschedule what day we actually record. But other than that, no, I got nothing. Halloween's on a Sunday this year. That's it's on a Monday. Monday. Uh, Yeah, we'll figure that out. Uh, I don't have to miss way the gun. Oh no, Uh, I guess it better. I guess at least Clerks Two won't get postponed. Nope. Uh, I don't mean to end the uh the show on a serious note, but I have a question for you guys. Okay. If you suck your how own, how much longer are we going to keep doing this? No. Mm. Uh, if if you suck your own dick, does it feel like you're getting a blowjob, or does it feel like you got a dick in your mouth? Think about that. It's a Schrodinger's cat thing. It's happening simultaneously. Schrodinger's dick. <laughs> That's a show, everybody. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to buy Nate's book. By the way, buy uh, my copy book. showed up in the mail today. Did you throw it Hell in the yeah. garbage? Like I, I burned it immediately. It. Although yeah. I'm sure it's good as far as books go, I know nothing about them. But yeah. just don't, just don't read it. I, no, and no. it's called the. Uh, it's called one person can't make a difference. No, that's one not, man can't one, make a difference. Yeah. No, that's what it's called. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, the first one time. person yeah. can't make a difference. Look up Nate's book. Said. Nate's great friend of the show. Nate, uh, yeah. great guy. Remember. Uh, buying the book does not compel you to read the book. You can just right. buy it and just throw it right in the trash. You know, books, are, books, are, books are good for if you have like a rickety table and you need to <laughs> shove one under one leg. It'll yeah. Sometimes it'll help get it straight again. Or, I just, turn or, into, or like, keep it in your bag and if you go to the bar, same rule applies as Alex just said. If there's a bar stool that's a little loose or a little little off balance, you just put it under there, you're good to go. I, I, I would keep my first keep, copy, but I'm going to turn the next one into I, I 200 individual paper planes. Reappropriating <laughs> the book and then carry it around because it's going to be it's Nate wrote it, so you know, it's going to be a little weighty. And when you see somebody read it, Beat them with the book until the <laughs> sight of books makes them flinch. The book has some heft to it. Yeah, we'll yeah. say that. Also, uh, the I don't know what uh, Spaceball uses for actual printing paper, but it makes great litter for the litter box. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, you can tell Nate wrote it because, like, when I write a book, it's about as heavy as like a chick tract. Like, there is nothing there. 
Yeah. Oh, that's why I love your books. I can yeah, read them in yeah, like right. yeah, two hours. Are, yeah. yeah. I, who, who's got time to read? I mean, I got to yeah, read it quick. Me. I got to read it I, quick so nobody I was sees fucking me. bored writing it. I didn't even edit them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I'm not writing and reading. <laughs> I don't want my dad to disown me. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's the All show. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Eat your own ass. Goodbye. Normalize eating your own ass.